Welcome on into the 2-3 podcast. I'm Cam with no Zach. Zach is away at a wedding right now, so you got just little old me going on here. Heading into this preview of the Boston College Eagles. Before we get into that, you might have noticed that we have not had too many episodes. Uh, There's no other reason other than there's just been no time. Zach and I have had, you know, a lot of stuff going on in our personal lives, some birthdays to celebrate. I crashed my car, so that was that was fun. I'm all good though. Um, just just mental scrapes and bruises, but no physical uh, no physical ailments. So, unfortunately, we have not been able to get any episodes out, but we will be getting out this preview of the Boston College Eagles. And next week, we're going to be going back to our regular schedule programming. Um, we might even get a full episode in. You might notice that we have not been getting out full episodes, and that's because. Well, we want to do something different. We want to do some previews and then some recaps. And then if time will allow us, we're going to do some full episodes when we want to talk about some things that are sort of outside of the recap and preview elements. One big thing that we've been wanting to talk about was was Benny Williams, that whole situation and how Coach Beheim dealt with the whole thing during his press conference. That hopefully is something that we can get into in the next week, probably after the Florida State matchup if we're, we're looking ahead. But as far as right now, we got the Boston College Eagles today. They are four and five since we last played them in December, and they're coming off arguably one of their best wins of the year, if not their best win of the year. A 62 to 54 win against number 20 Clemson. Four players finished in double digits. It was uh, an interesting one. I did not think that that Boston College was going to be able to squeak that out, but so, surprise, surprise, we always talk about how Anybody can be anybody in the ACC. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you're playing, at what time of the year you're playing at. Anybody can be anybody. And at this point, you know, who, who knows? When the year, the way the year's been going on, these upsets are just, you know, another day. It's just kind of not really making headlines anymore. It just kind of is what it is because that's what the ACC is. And Boston College didn't even really shoot all that well. They shot 40% from the field, 25% from three. All in all, when you look at this game, when you look at this contest, I think that the biggest headline for all of this was the defense that Boston College was playing. They only held Clemson to 23 points in the first half. And holding Clemson to that amount at any time is just absolutely insane. That is the secret to beating them. Clemson has shown in these past couple of weeks that they are actually mortal. I mean, they they lost to Wake Forest back in uh, earlier in January. They had a really close contest against Florida State. So, I mean, it's good for, for Q's Nation because we've got them coming up here in a couple of weeks. And obviously, you know, when you look at the ACC from the top down, it's not like ACC years have passed where there's clearly heavy favorites going into the tournament where there's maybe like, five or six teams that are obviously going to make it. And then like two or three, not maybe, maybe teams. And then just the rest of it is not very good competition. It's not really like that this year. Maybe there are a couple of teams that are going to be clear favorites heading into March madness. But like I said, anybody can be anybody. So this just goes to show you that even if Boston college comes into this matchup against us with not necessarily the best record in the world, they are still an opponent that we need to take very, very seriously. Speaking of which they aren't really, top five in any sort of category. If you look at rebounds, points per game, assists per game, 
shooting any of that. They are not top five. In fact, they're they're far from it. They're basically bottom five in almost every category when you look at offensive production. When you look at the defensive side of things, that's where it gets a little bit interesting. They, they're pretty good on the steals category. Points against, they're sixth, and that's been their bread and butter. They are a, a good, defensive, gritty team. And obviously going up against those teams earlier this year, we don't necessarily do that well. So I think that I'm I'm heading into this one cautiously optimistic. I think that we can come away with the win like we did last time that we saw them. In fact, last time we saw them, JG3 had a terrific game. He had 24 points. He was shooting the lights out of the building as he usually does. But the headliner was, was Benny, and he had arguably the best game of his career. He had 16 points, 11 rebounds. We desperately are going to need that from him today. Benny has been struggling with, uh, you know, just outside noises and just everything going on. Obviously, we're not in his head, but, um, you know, just just seeing Benny out on the court, he just doesn't necessarily seem like the kind of guy that that we we know and love. And Jim's even mentioned that in the press conferences. He's in all the shows that he's been on this week. He's mentioned that, you know, Benny has not been the the kind of guy that we are expecting from him, and that's the reason why he lost his starting job to Malik Brown and. You know, heading down the road here, obviously we're going to need a lot more from him. Zach and I will get into that when uh, he comes back. And hopefully, like I said, we can get into a fuller episode discussing that and discussing how we see Benny's role changing on this team um, as we head down these, these last few games of the season. If you listen back to the recap of the, the game that we did against Boston College earlier this year, back in December, we had made mention that BC is a strong defensive team. They they kept beating us back. They kept getting ahead of us. They don't necessarily like roll over and just kind of say, yeah, we'll take our loss. They are a gritty team. And we've seen time and time again that that's not necessarily a good recipe for us. It was just a simple lack of effort on our part, not getting back on defense. And, you know, th- this can't happen again. It, when you go up against a team like Boston College, you've got to be able to... Just finish them clean, simple, go up, you know, get your win and then go on to the next one. So in this matchup, I would like to see more of just us just showing more effort and trying to get back on defense and trying to shut down their transition game and try to get some momentum going offensively. As for our player breakdown, I mean, it's it's very, very simple who we got to start with. It's Makai Ashton Langford. He's arguably the best player that the Eagles have. He dropped 15 against Clemson, six steals. He... That That is one thing that I remember from him. He is a bit of an annoying player to go up against because he's just constantly there, constantly in your face, giving issues to, to Judah or Cy or whoever has the ball in their hands. So look for that. Look for him to just constantly be there, constantly trying to swipe for the ball. Six steals against Clemson was definitely one of the difference makers in that game. Like I said, he's definitely their best player that they have. He averages around 13 points a game. Um, like I said, defense is, is where he's best. He averages just under two steals a game. Quinton Post is another guy that I want to make mention of. Despite missing 13 contests, Post leads the team in scoring and rebounds. He averages 15.6 points a game, and he averages six rebounds a game. He is a completely different player than what we had seen in December, he was obviously just coming back from injury during that time. That was actually the first game that he um, came back from 
uh, from injury. He recently dropped 29 against Notre Dame. He's going to be a massive headache for Jesse. He is a seven foot tall center who is is very uh, aggressive. I believe that when we went up against him um, last year, he had 14 rebounds against us. So look for Jesse to have a couple of issues or, or Moo or whoever's uh, guarding at the center position for us. Look for them to have uh, constant fits with Quentin Post because he's going to be there. He's going to be fighting for those rebounds. And um, we've seen time and time again that Jesse constantly struggles with physicality. So hopefully we're able to get the best of Quentin Post and kind of uh, cool down his hot streak, as it were, because his last couple of games, he's been able to put up 20-point games, 25-point games. We really are going to need to shut that down. And the last guy that I want to make mention of is Jaden Zachary. He is one of the sharpshooters on this team. He's shooting 50% or better from three in three of the last six contests. So all this is to say, like, he can shoot very well. The problem is, is that he is a bit hot or cold. So if you can catch him while he's cold, should be good. But if he's hot, I mean, watch out. He's going to be shooting threes. He's going to be uh, dropping them. Very, very rarely does he shoot under 50%, especially in the last couple of games. So he dropped 13 against Clemson. Obviously look for him for a little bit of offensive production from the Boston College Eagles. So heading into this matchup, there's a lot of things that I want to see personally from from this team. Obviously, the whole story with, with Benny and the hot and cold nature of, of Joe a little bit recently. I think that the biggest thing that I want to see from this team is just some form of defensive presence and some form of reliance on the boards because Jesse is constantly getting beat um, when it comes to physical teams and Quinton Post is going to be giving him a, a huge headache. So I think that personally, I would like to see Jesse just try to be out there and just try to be a little bit more physical without having as many fouls because there are so many dumb fouls that I see from, from Jesse and it's just he doesn't necessarily know how to control himself when it comes to physical teams. So I think that personally, I would like to see that a little bit more from Jesse. So this one a little bit later today, five o'clock from Chestnut Hill on the ACC network. It's going to be a fun one. The next time that you hear from me is going to be with Zach recapping all of this. And like I said, back to regular recording as usual next week. So until then, we will talk to you soon and... I don't have Zach to say it, so I'm going to have to say it myself. Let's go Hughes.